And when I made that choice, there was a very supernatural event that took place in that moment. It was very weird. I, I still, to this day, I really feel like um, maybe I could have been committed into a mental institution for those few moments <laughs> because of how surreal it was. Um, but there was a very supernatural moment that took place where I understood the reason behind why that person rejected me and my daughters. And in that moment, I experienced gratitude that I had never gone through. I had never experienced something in my life that would cause me to hate another person just because of the color of their skin. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with me, I have Lynne Urban. She's a motivational speaker and life coach. She's helping people become extraordinary from ordinary. And uh, she's doing that because she was able to do this in her own life. And I'm really happy to have her here. And uh, I really hope she will share with us her experience from uh, in going from ordinary to extraordinary. And uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about um, forgiveness. And I have some, some interesting questions uh, for Dine that uh, I hope will spark an, an interesting conversation. So Dine, welcome, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Georgian. I appreciate it. My pleasure, my pleasure. So um, can you share a little bit uh, with our audience your story, uh, how you came from being ordinary and you got to be extraordinary? Yeah, I'll keep it very brief because I can go on and on about the foundation sure. of that story. <laughs> but in a nutshell, I was well on my way to sort of living the standard American dream lifestyle, I guess you can say, meaning I got a good education, I was working in a good job, and I was just kind of dead set to pay off my debts, to work until retirement, and then to go to my grave peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was well on my way and I was satisfied with that track of my life. And then just one really random Saturday morning in late July 2016, I believe it was, I decided that that wasn't good enough. I was sort of looking around at just some other people, for example, you know, people like Oprah, who started off life just like the rest of us, maybe even a little rougher, but yeah. was able to transform her life into just this extraordinary, iconic life. And I thought about people like her and I said, what's the difference between someone like Oprah and me? what's the difference between those that decide that working a good job, retiring and dying <laughs> is, is an acceptable life versus those that want more for themselves? What's the difference? And on that random Saturday morning, I decided that I wanted more. I was going to figure out what that difference was. 
and then transform myself into the person who could not just live an ordinary life, but leave this earth having lived an extraordinary one. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, One thing that uh, I saw you were able to to do with uh, your body that I think is quite incredible is that you managed to to lose a lot of weight to uh, to go to the gym and to stick with it to, to stick to your fitness routine. Uh, how how are you how are you able to do this? How did you manage to do this? Well, I struggled with my weight for about eight years prior to being able to make that transformation, and what I discovered in trying to create an extraordinary life. I discovered that our body is a physical manifestation of what's happening internally, what's happening inside of us. And so I knew that internally inside of me, I wanted to be just a a leader. I wanted to be, I wanted to leave a legacy. I wanted to leave my imprint on this world inside of me. I had dreams of being something huge, but on the outside of me, the way that I treated my body the foods that I would put in my body, the abuse, physical abuse that I would subject my body to by not treating it well. I knew that that outward reflection wasn't, uh, wasn't properly reflecting what I felt, who I felt I wanted to be on the inside. So originally my weight loss journey was just about the fact that I hated the way that I looked. And as I got further into the journey, I realized that the way that I looked was a manifestation of Uh, how poorly I was treating myself. And so I believe it was that motivation to not just lose weight and change my body. I think it was the motivation of turning my body into an outward reflection of what, of who I felt I wanted to be on the inside. That was, that was what gave me the willpower to stick to eating the things that I was supposed to eat, to stick to exercising in the way that was going to get me to my physical goals. And, and so that's the, the foundation of how I was able to, to stick to the journey that led to my physical transformation. Amazing. Amazing. I believe that the emotional part has a lot to do with this as well. Like for instance, uh, forgiveness. Um, when we don't forgive, uh one way or another uh, we i think we we keep some weight on us uh, emotionally and eventually that's actually getting to become physical weight and um have you ever seen a correlation between the two in your experience in losing so much weight and uh becoming who you are right now Yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, the one thing that I started saying very recently is that physical weight, weight issues, physical weight issues are not weight issues at all. They're emotional issues. If we are whole and healthy on the inside, then it's just a natural positive consequence to be healthy on the outside. So anyone that is ever suffering with their weight, especially those that try frequently to lose the weight but end up gaining the weight back, that is 99% of the time a manifestation of emotional brokenness that is trapped on the inside of them 
that has never been addressed and healed. Wow. This this is very powerful and uh, it's not easy to, to take, most probably, because um, we might know that uh, it's not easy to forgive at times, but it's so important, so liberating and so uplifting when, when we do so. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your experience with forgiveness, with forgiving? Yeah, absolutely. This is another story I could go hours and hours talking about, <laughs> but <laughs> the the abbreviated version is that I had an experience with unforgiveness that was unparalleled to any experience with unforgiveness I'd ever had. I had an encounter with someone who was supposed to be a family member and I was, I and also my children, we were rejected by this family member because of the color of our skin. And, oh and that was a, the unforgiveness, the, the bitterness, the anger that I felt because of that rejection was unmatched to what I've ever felt previously in my life. Mm-hmm. I, that's not saying that I was never rejected because of the color of my skin growing up. I was, but the fact that this rejection came from someone who was supposed to be family that hurt me mm. deeply. And so I sat in my car um, with this anger eating away at me. And on the one hand, I knew that I was justified in my anger because I had never met someone ever in my life who after getting to know me for a few minutes, despite whatever they thought about me, just looking at me, if they took the time to get to know me, they knew that I was a very genuine and loving person. And so I had never in my life experienced anyone who refused to even give me a chance just because of the color of my skin, because of the way that I looked. And so I knew in my heart that I was justified in that anger and that bitterness. But on the other hand, the way that that anger was just ripping me up on the inside, it was impacting, I could feel it impacting my, uh, my heart. I could feel it impacting my gut. Uh, I didn't even realize as I was driving, thinking about this person that my hands, my, my knuckles, my hands were gripping the steering wheel until my knuckles started turning white. And I took a moment to examine the physical response of my anger. And I knew that it was very unhealthy what I was experiencing in that moment. And I said, I can't do this. I may be justified in my anger, but I cannot hold on to this because this this can kill me. I mean, think about holding on to this anger and the physical manifestation of that, holding on to that for years. That kills you from the inside out. Totally. And in that, and in that moment, I could see it. I could feel it. And so I said, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to hold on to my anger. I'm going to choose to forgive this person. And when I made that choice, there was a very supernatural event that took place in that moment. It was very weird. I I still, to this day, I really feel like um, maybe I could have been committed into a mental institution for those few moments (laughs) because of how surreal it was. Um, But there was a very supernatural moment that took place where I understood the reason behind why that person rejected me and my daughters. And 
in that moment, I experienced gratitude that I had never gone through. I had never experienced something in my life that would cause me to hate another person just because of the color of their skin. So what alleviated my unforgiveness and my anger and my bitterness was gratitude for the life that I had, the life that I grew up with, for the family that I was surrounded by, and for minimal, really hurtful and traumatizing experiences that allowed me to grow up into a healthy and whole person. The person that rejected us didn't have that. They didn't experience that. And so it was gratitude that alleviated my unforgiveness. This is amazing and really touching. I, I can I can feel, uh, I I think I can feel uh, a bit of the pain that one must feel in in that situation. Uh, and it's so wonderful that through gratitude you were you were able to forgive and to to have a, a higher perspective on things and to to be able to see that person not for the uh, the mean words or the, the rejection, but actually for the pain and uh, the reasons why that person actually chose to behave in, in that way. And I think this is, <laughs> this is very touching and really amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. So... Um, I, I had a supernatural experience with gratitude too, so um, I can totally relate when it comes to this. Um, but let's get back to a, a little bit, uh, to, to a bit lighter things. Um, mm-hmm. How do you define gratitude? Well, I I'm not clever enough to come up with my own definition. <laughs> okay. But there is one quote that I found on gratitude that if I had have thought of it first, (laughs) I would probably, (laughs) I'd be displaying it all over the place. But this quote comes from um, someone named Melody Beattie. And she says that gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Wonderful. if I were if I were to be able to define gratitude, that's one hundred percent the definition I would choose. Yeah, I, I totally resonate with that because it's it's helpful in those ways for me too. Like I, I'm I'm a really practical person, and uh, it's just it's it's something that it's so useful when it comes to the past to to heal it to to make peace with it in the present to enjoy what's happening and also to it helps with creating a, a much more beautiful future since we're living with this feeling in our heart <sighs> so yeah this is is this uh, the only quote that you uh, that you enjoy about gratitude or do you have uh, others too well, I think that's the quote that probably resonates with me the most mm-hmm. and the one that allows me, especially in, you know, in the full 24 hours in a day that allows me to stay present and focused in what's happening as opposed to being swept away with regrets of the past or worries about the future. 
Yeah, definitely. But I'm I'm really curious about something. Do you feel that gratitude has helped you in your physical transformation? What's I do. I'll answer that question first and say I do feel that gratitude has helped me, but probably not in the way that many people would think. Okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> so not many people know this about physical transformations, but there is sort of a, a depression that can happen in the middle of that physical transformative journey. It's There's a depression that happens because before you start the journey, you have um, sort of expectations and ideals of how you're going to feel on the inside once you look at your body on the outside and your body mm. looks like what you always imagined it would look. Uh, we, I, I didn't know this until after I went through the journey myself, but now that I went through it and I speak with a lot of people that also went through a transformative journey, there we mistakenly equate our physical appearance with what, uh, what we feel on the inside, with what our emotional transformation uh, is going to be. And for a lot of people, when they achieve the body that they've always wanted, but on the inside, they still feel like the broken person that they were before they started their journey, then there's almost a, a depression that can occur. There's a dissatisfaction. Mm -hmm. And so for me, what I found was that I had to connect my gratitude for not just the way that I looked on the outside, but for the future of my health, for the future negative consequences of being unhealthy, I had to connect my gratitude to what that transformation was going to do to my future. And that was what helped me overcome what some, the depression that some people experience when they equate their emotional health with their physical health. Wow, this is very, very interesting. I, I didn't know that happened. Um, I do have an experience that I um, that I can relate to. Um, for instance, for guys going to the gym and uh, getting bigger or uh, getting just fitter, um, I, I did that. And um, until I updated myself with uh, the new state of being and everything um, some things that I hoped weren't going to be there were still there like in the way I saw myself and I had to update myself and to to see myself in a different way because even though on the outside I uh, I changed I, I didn't change the way I see myself and I think this is this is very important to balance out and gratitude is indeed a really uh, good way of uh, making this happen. Do you feel I like? Yeah, I absolutely agree. I believe because it's, you know, our culture, we're so focused on the outward appearance, our society, we're so driven and moved by what we see on the outside. And so when we make physical transformations or we see someone that makes a physical transformation, we don't understand. We don't understand the connection or the disconnect even 
between doing the work, putting in the work to fix your physical health and then putting in separate work to fix your emotional health. And so gratitude is one of those areas of focus where no matter what is happening, no matter what you've experienced, no matter what you've been through, no matter what caused the brokenness on the inside in the first place, gratitude is the first step toward healing that. And so I always, when I coach people on weight loss, we never ever start with what the physical goal is. We always start with what do you want to feel on the inside of you when you wake up in the morning and get to where you want to be? What do you want to feel? What do you want to be grateful for? And that typically is the deciding factor for people that I work with or people that I've spoken with. That is the deciding factor that keeps them on track toward their goals, not even the weight loss, not even the physical transformation. Whoa. I love this. I love this because indeed you can like it is with uh, with things that we can buy like we can have the i don't know the uh, coolest car or something if we if we are not okay emotionally if we are not happy if we are not appreciating our life the the value of that isn't that big like it it fades away really quickly and uh, having an emotional goal is indeed much more important because I, I don't know if uh, like being very thin is, is the, the most important goal we can have. I think being very healthy is. Um, and of course, feeling great in our body, which, which is a very important goal to have, having energy and being able to sustain positive emotions because if we if we're overweight or underweight it's really really hard to to be able to stay in those positive emotions and uh yeah totally i i i believe every word you say so thank you for that absolutely uh but i also wanted to ask you if you could go back in time to your younger self when maybe you weren't that grateful what would you tell your younger self about gratitude? Hmm, that's a great question. I think I would tell my younger self, number one, that gratitude, <laughs> gratitude is going to prevent you from making a lot of the mistakes that you're going to grow up to make. <laughs> um, and I say that because all of my regrets after you know growing up and, and coming into adulthood, all of my regrets stem from my inability to find reasons to be grateful for what I had and where I was in the moment. So that's the first thing I would tell myself. Um, and I think the second thing I would tell myself is that it's very important to display gratitude to everyone that you come in contact with. Um, from the person that's bagging your groceries to the classmate that uh, is helping you with your with your assignment or the teacher the teacher that's helping you with your assignment uh, to your parents that are working their butt off to provide for you 
being able to extend gratitude to people who may be going their entire lives, may go every day, every week, every month, every year without ever hearing anyone express gratitude for them being who they are. Hmm. I think that there are some people that grow up or become adults and part of their emotional brokenness is, uh, is just this feeling of worthlessness yeah. because no one ever told them thank you. No one ever expressed their gratitude for them just being who they are. Not for the things that they've done, but for just being who they are. And that feeling of worthlessness drives a lot of adults to do some really destructive things and search for it. And so my younger self, I would tell my younger self, everyone that you come across, everyone that you ever have the opportunity to come face to face with and say a word to, find something about who they are that you're grateful for and express that to them. I love this. And I didn't even think about this perspective that there are people indeed in this world that that really feel worthless that really feel unappreciated and may have not heard a word of appreciation for maybe they never heard it or they may have heard it really really um like yearly or something and I mean, it's it's really hard to understand how how they can function as healthy uh, individuals emotionally because we rely on this, like being appreciated and feeling appreciated is so important. Like we, it's it's like fuel. Sometimes uh, a raise isn't as isn't as motivating as being seeing that we we're doing something that has meaning and uh, that we are appreciated for it's something so powerful for for us humans and like you said it's so important for us gratitude seekers to to do this to make sure that when we feel grateful about something we express it and we let that person know that we appreciate them because like Lina said you never know. Maybe that person uh, didn't even hear a word of appreciation this year and you can change their day and maybe even their lives. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how do you keep this habit of being grateful? Like, do you do something constantly? Um, what do you do to to be grateful consistently? Well, I have a a gratitude journal actually that I keep. Every night before I go to bed, I make it a habit to spend my last moments before closing my eyes. Uh, I turn off all electronics. I turn off my cell phone, dim the lights really low, uh, you know, kiss the girls goodnight, make sure everybody's tucked in. And the very last thing that I do before I close my eyes and go to sleep is I spend a few minutes writing in my journal about everything 
that happened during the day that I'm grateful for. And what I found was that if I want to maintain this habit, then I have to look for things to be grateful for. I have to look for things that I want to write down at the end of the day. And what that does is that keeps me extremely focused in the present moment. It keeps me extremely attentive to what's happening in front of me so that I have something amazing to write down in my journal at the end of the day. Amazing. This is exactly what uh, having this habit does. And I've seen it in my experience as well. Because when you are uh, thinking about or writing uh, those things that you are grateful for, your brain starts looking for them. And it starts to become a habit for us to to be looking for things that uh, we are grateful for throughout the day. Uh, the same way we're actually looking for things that we need to do or we, we think about like the to-do list. Um, and it's, it's our focus. And uh, sure, we have many things that need to get done and that are important. But these things that we uh, make a list of that we appreciate are also very important for us to be happy and to actually... Uh, enjoy the days that we have not just uh, make sure that everything on the to-do list is done right (laughs) absolutely I agree with that (laughs) and um, by the way since you you mentioned this and um, I'm sure that many times on your list you you have different people Uh, if you could mention a few people that made a difference in your life that you're really grateful for, who would those people be? I would definitely have to say my, <laughs> I have to say that I'm really grateful for my husband. <laughs> and that may sound a little cheesy and cliche, but it wasn't until I started this practice of gratitude that I was able to look back and see how effective he has been in leading our family. That's something that I took for granted. Um, that there were times where I disrespected and, and belittled him because he, uh, because I didn't, in my eyes, I didn't see the contributions to our family as really worth as much as they actually have been worth. And Throughout this, throughout our whole entire time together, his dedication to leading and providing for our family is what has kept us through all of the really hard times that we've gone through. And despite my disrespect, despite my ungratefulness, he has never unwavered in his role as the the leader and the provider for our home. He's never left. <laughs> he's never. Uh, he's never picked up, you know, uh, any destructive vices. <laughs> um, he's stayed committed and true to that. And so, every day in my journal, I, I, I frequently, I, I do mention many different people in my journal who I'm grateful for, especially people that I come across, like Georgian. You'll be in my journal tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm definitely grateful for you and this opportunity. Um, But my husband, I'm 100% grateful for. And and then I also mention very specific people who I come across, like you, 
um, who are devoting their gifts and their talents and their time to inspiring positive change to for people that come across them or for people that they come across. I believe that one of the things that I've always uh, gone by is that hurt people hurt people, but loved people love people. And so if we all devote a little bit of our skills and our talents and our time into spreading love to other people, then that will have a ripple effect that could potentially change the world. So I'm grateful to anyone that devotes any of their time, energy, or gifts into inspiring positive change. <laughs> Thank you so much for including me. Oh, um, I, I totally believe this. And um, I recently I, I watched a, an interview with uh, a human that uh, isn't seen as a human because he's like really smart, uh, Elon Musk. And um, even though he's into tech, he's into inventions, he's basically an, an engineer that's really, really smart. Uh, he said that love is the answer at, at the end of the interview. And I, th that, made me, that made me think because uh, throughout the interview, he spoke about how he can be useful for humanity. And uh, it's such an interesting perspective that he puts himself, his, tal his talents uh, and the work that he's doing for humanity and he does this with love and it's 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 amazing like i i know about this saying but um for him to say it was just wow incredible <laughs> and i think it speaks volumes as to what's really most important in this life yeah yeah and um he's like very successful he 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 is doing many, many things and knowing that an important value for him is to do things from love is is really, like you said, is speaking volumes and I think we can listen. Like for me, it was very imp impactful and uh, people that I know that are successful are doing things from love and it's a really interesting shift for me that uh, it's not other qualities or uh, I wouldn't say actually qualities uh, that make people really successful and really have an impact, but actually love and uh, wanting great things for, for everyone. But uh, yeah, get, getting back to, to gratitude to our interview today. Um, I'm also really curious if you if you want to share with us a few of the things that are on your list, on your gratitude list. What are you thankful for in general, not just uh, the people in your life? Uh, I'm always grateful for opportunities to do the things that I believe that I was born to do. So every time that I have an opportunity to uh, do an interview, to be able to speak about my passion and my heart, that is always at the top of the list. And that is because I have spent so many years 
spending the majority of my day doing things that I was not passionate about, that I wasn't emotionally invested in. But now full time (laughs) to be able to spend all of my day 100% focused on my giftings and the things that I was called on this earth to do. that's, That's the truest form of wealth that I think exists. Um, that's more valuable than all the money in the world is being able to spend all of your time doing what you've been placed on this earth to do. So that is one of the things always at the top of my list that I write down that I'm grateful for. Um, the other thing, one of the other things that I always write down is just my gratitude for health, gratitude for the transformation that has not just taken place physically, but that's also taken place emotionally and mentally. I have people in my family, members in in my family and friends who suffer from emotional and mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And I'm always grateful for the fact that I have experienced and gone through a healing and restoration process so that my mental health and my emotional health could be restored. And so that I could take just this wholeness that's on the inside of me and from that place, be able to love other people. So definitely grateful for the opportunity to share my gifts. I'm grateful for my emotional and my mental health. And then I'm also always grateful for my girls, for my my (laughs) babies, my children, um, because in their own, I have three of them. They're so unique. They're individuals. They have their own special gifts and their own strengths. They're so different from each other, but it is a privilege really to be given the responsibility to raise human beings and release them out into the world. Uh, But being given the responsibility to raise those human beings into uh, adults who will one day affect change, who will one day leave their own imprint on the world. I'm very grateful for that chance to be able to do that. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is uh, one of the, most amazing things that uh, a woman can do to um, inspire new leaders, uh, the new leaders of the world, and to uh, give them as gifts to the world. And this is this is really beautiful. But uh, unfortunately, we're nearing the end of our time together. And I would like to ask you, where can our audience find you? Where can our audience see your work? Oh, sure. Uh, well, you can find me at operationfixmylife.com slash ordinary to extraordinary. And there you'll find links to my social media handles. I do a lot of uh, Facebook Live videos. I love to just go uh, on social media and engage with the people that are watching and talk about 
really talk about these deep things and talk about uh, themes similar to a lot of what we talked about in this interview. I love having the opportunity to engage with people that are really seeking change and transformation on the inside of themselves so that they can be better on the outside. So I would say just start there, go to that website, connect with me on social media, and then come say hello. (laughs) I would love to meet you. (laughs) Wonderful, wonderful. So thank you so much for being here with us, for sharing so much wisdom and so many experiences from your life. I'm really grateful that uh, we spend this time together. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Georgian. I really appreciate just being a part of your show. And uh, I, I hope that your show continues to be a huge success, uh, expanding as far and as wide as possible so that people can uh, hear the important message of gratitude. Thank you so much. Hey, Gratitude Seeker, thank you for listening to this interview. I would like to invite you to a very interesting group that... Uh, Simina and I created alongside some uh, amazing people very enthusiastic about essential oils and living a healthy chemical free life. It's called Essential Joy and Health and you can find it on Facebook. It's where we share how we use essential oils, what benefits we and our families are getting and our journey towards living a chemical free life. So I invite you to join this group. It's free and you'll learn tons of useful stuff i promise we have ideas for many uses and from many perspectives you'll find healthy cake recipes stress management solutions disease prevention ideas making cleaning safe for your children personal stories from moms travelers and health enthusiasts and much much more so once again i invite you to join this group I will put a link in um, the description of this episode and also you can find it on Facebook if you search by Essential Joy and Health. Thank you once again for listening. I'll be seeing you there.